Under the Controlled Substances Act and Corollary State Law, the growth, trafficking, sale, possession, or consumption of psychedelics may be a felony punishable by imprisonment, fines, forfeiture of property, or some combination thereof. Psychedelical X is for general information only. Information provided on the show does not constitute legal advice, nor does your listening to the show create an attorney-client relationship with the host. Hello, I'm attorney Gary Smith, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Psychedelic Alex, The Law of Psychedelics, my ongoing exploration of the question of the law of psychedelics. All right, so I wanted to take a moment on a fresh episode to prove that I am not crazy when I keep referencing as examples in my talks about psychedelic religions, a religion known as uh, the Flying Spaghetti Monster. People think I make that up, and they think I'm watching too much Sesame Street. So I wanted to prove to you this really is a thing, and I'm not crazy. So take a look at the screen. I pulled a case for you. So you will see up on the screen we have a case captioned out of the United States District Court for the District of Nebraska, filed in, if you look at the top here, April of 2016. This is an actual federal court case. Stephen Cavanaugh versus Randy Bartlett et al. And the story of the case, and this is a memorandum in order, by the way, you can see here in the caption, but the story of the case, let me scroll, and you can read it for yourselves. Hell, I'll read it to you. The plaintiffs, sorry about that, let's try that again. The plaintiff, Stephen Cavanaugh, is a prisoner in the Nebraska State Penitentiary. Cavanaugh says he is a, quote, pastafarian, i.e., a believer in the divine, quote, flying spaghetti monster, who practices the religion of, quote, FSMism. He is suing the defendants, who are all prison officials, because of their refusal to accommodate his religious requests. The defendant moves to dismiss his claims. The court finds that uh, FSMism, try saying that three times fast. Try that again. The court finds that FSMism is not a religion within the meaning of the relevant federal statutes and constitutional jurisprudence. It is rather a parody intended to advance an argument about science, the evolution of life, and the place of religion in public education. Those are important issues, and FSMism continues a serious argument. But that does not mean that the trappings of the satire used to make that argument are entitled to protection as a religion. Nor, the court finds, has Kavanaugh sufficiently alleged how the exercise of his religion has been substantially burdened. The court will grant the defendant's motion to dismiss. All right, so let me pause there for a moment. What the heck is this all about? So we've got a, a federal inmate who I don't know what he was charged with or why he's in a federal prison, but he is. And he is wanting to enjoy some of the benefits that can come from religious practice, and there's a body of federal law that is aimed at uh, trying to accommodate, within a reasonable fashion, the religious needs of prisoners, but based, of course, in the context that they're prisoners in a federal prison. So it's not just a religious free-for-all behind those walls. There's way more security and other protocols 
to be taken into consideration. And because of that friction for, for so many years, the federal government created a few statutes aimed at this. And this particular uh, inmate, Mr. Kavanaugh, was trying to avail himself of the remedies available in those statutes to try to force access to his religious practices. And in this instance, the court has decided that although he professes to be a member of the religion of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, uh, the court does not consider Mr. Kavanaugh's group to be a bona fide religion. So yes, in a very real context, this group, the Flying Spaghetti Monster, was put effectively, not on trial, but in contest as to whether they are indeed a valid religion. So this is a real example of a real group claiming religiosity and having to both challenge it and live with the reality that the court did not agree. So in other words, just because you call yourself a religion doesn't make it so. Now, the court throughout this decision, and by the way, this is 16 pages, we're not going to go through all of it, but just if you want to find the citation, um, it's 414CV03183. Dash JMG dash CRZ, and you can go find it in that court and, and pull the docket yourself if you're curious. And by the way, this document will also eventually be on my website in its library once we get that set up, and that's coming in a few weeks. But the court goes through this analysis nonetheless and talks about where FSMism comes from, Flying Spaghetti Monster, of course, being the FSM. And the court talks about how this was brought up in the context of uh, effectively a rebuttal to intelligent design. And the court walks through uh, everything all the way back to the Scopes Monkey Trial of 1925. Now, where the, the case kind of falls off the rails for this poor plaintiff, I think starts really at the bottom, the very bottom of page two. And I'll, I'll just read it. This is a quote directly from the court ruling. The conceit of FSMism is that because intelligent design does not identify the designer, its, quote, master intellect could just as easily be a flying spaghetti monster as any Judeo-Christian deity. And in fact, that there is as much scientific evidence for a flying spaghetti monster as any other creator. As the FSM gospel explains, just as a side comment, yes, they have a gospel. Quote, we are entering into an exciting time when no longer will science be limited to natural explanations. Propelled by popular opinion in local government, science is quickly becoming receptive to all logical theories, natural and supernatural alike. And if we scroll down to page five, the court, I think, really just kind of cinches the point that this is more parody than religion. And that's certainly what the court concludes, but... I'll just read the quote again. Uh, but the FSM gospel does not stop there. It sets forth, or at least follows, the form of a catechism of FSMism. The blurb on back of the S FSM gospel conveys the flavor. I, the fact that the judge would use the word flavor there is hysterical, by the way. You really do need to read this opinion in its totality. Uh, and, and the judge is a quote from, from this uh, FSM uh, gospel, and I'll, I'll read this too. Can I get a ramen from the congregation? Behold the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, today's fastest-growing carbohydrate-based religion. According to church founder Bobby Henderson, the universe and all life within it were created by a mystical and divine being, the Flying Spaghetti Monster. 
What drives the FSM's devout followers, a.k.a. Pastafarians? Some say it's the assuring touch from the FSM's noodly appendage. There are those who love the worship service, which is conducted in pirate-speak and attended by congregants in dashing buccaneer garb. Still others are drawn to the church's flimsy moral standards, religious holidays every Friday, and the fact that Pastafarian heaven is way cooler. Does your heaven have a stripper factory and a beer volcano? Intelligent design has finally met its match, and it has nothing to do with apes or the Olive Garden of Eden. I could keep reading, but you get the idea. Anyway, the point was not to do a review of this case, but just to point out two central things. One, I wasn't kidding when I kept making references to a church of the flying spaghetti monster. It really is a thing, and there really are cases. And depending on what jurisdiction you're in, uh, they kind of come up on all sides. Some instances, they've been determined a religion, and the adherents have been allowed their religious freedom. And in other instances, such as this, the court has rejected the notion of its religiosity. So again, point one is there really is a church of the flying spaghetti monster. Point two is religion and the courts are dicey, dicey bedfellows. And it's tough to get a case in and through to a satisfying conclusion. So for those of you who are really interested in psychedelic religions, including forming new ones, which happens all the time and there's nothing wrong with that, or supporting existing ones, Simply just know and never assume that you're going to have an easy time in the courts. At least not yet. There just hasn't been a lot of development around psychedelic religions. And this gives you an idea uh, in, in one context of what you might be facing and what you may have to go through in order to reach the point of uh, a court or public acceptance. So I'll leave it there. If you want to know more about the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. You can find them online. They actually have a website and some other stuff. Uh, and you can also look for this court case and others. There are bunches of them. So anyway, I'm not crazy. The Flying Spaghetti Monster is a thing, and you take care. Have a question about psychedelics and the law? You're welcome to submit them. Please send your questions to admin at psychedelicalex.com. Submission of questions is not an assurance that they will be used on the show. Also, please be aware that neither the submission of a question nor a response creates an attorney-client privilege between you and the show's host, nor does an answer constitute legal advice. Information provided is for general purposes only. If you need legal counsel, you should hire competent counsel in your community. Thank you.